Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It was all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show starring Grant and B3. Once upon a time, there was a functional recluse named Bob and he met someone named Grant. And he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Two guys drinking way too much that decided to record it for your amusement. One day, Grant goes, Bob, you should get out of your hermit shell and come over and hang out. I have good beer and good music. The origin of Happy Ending Pod <laughs> Take it away, boys. And the rest is what I remember. History. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Typical women getting them to do it. Yes. I was recording. Yeah. All right, let's do this. I didn't realize you were recording. My microphone's over here pointing away from me. That's fine. I'm going to sound like I was recording in a distant room. Maybe you should have been. It probably would have been better. All right, you ready? I'm ready. One, two. Happy, Happy ending, ending pod, show. pod show. Like, follow, comment, subscribe, etc. so on and so forth. Sorry. You Mike. figured it out by now. We're doing Halloween. We got a beer review. Yes. So here hey, we are. I'm going to consider this kind of a beerish type of... Because people cosplay as Aqua Teen Hunger Force, don't they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. Well, Never we got seen a... anybody dressed as Shaker. <laughs> well, now you go. Get your cosplay get skills up. Yeah, get your, get your meat wad on. <laughs> oh, and then cosplay. And then cosplay. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? Hiding it from the camera. We so are using... From Four Score Beer Company. And seven minutes ago. We got we got Breakfast Team Beatus Force. Beatus Ooh, that sounded aggressive. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's all it says. Oh, it's a darker beer. Oh, here it is. It is a pastry stout oh, with boy. PA maple syrup, vagrant coffee, vanilla bean, and cinnamon. They got coffee from some homeless Coxin guy? Coxin and ABV of 10%. <laughs> Anytime you told me that's what's in it, I'm like, okay, why are they calling it that? Yeah. Well, here we go. We're going to start from left to right and rotate that label for you. So a little uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Homage. Yes. It's very sweaty, so I'm trying not yeah, to, we, we've trying not to drop it. Sweaty tonight. So that Ooh. way when I go to open it, it's just going to be a fountain all over the place. Well, we are. A fountain of knowledge. All over the place. All over your place. <laughs> <laughs> All over your place. <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs. We don't care. Front door, back door. Anywhere. Yes. Even Park. the floor. Liquor in the front, poker in the rear. This video's going so poorly. So quickly. Let's drink. Did you get... You know, it, <laughs> Did it, you it, clink your microphone? I clinked my microphone. <laughs> It smells like it says it does. Holy sweet motherfucker. <laughs> oh, God. That is sweet. PA maple syrup. And some fragrance. <laughs> That's what added the dust. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have the sudden urge to ride the rails? <laughs> oh, my God. Just the little taste of the foam is sweet. It's very sweet. It is a sweet. I mean, it's maple syrup. It is, if you don't have diabetes before this beer? I do now. Where's, where's Woodford Brimley? Oh, <laughs> that's too sweet. It is very sweet. It is real strong. And I also don't get much coffee. 
I don't get it. There's something going on here in the corner of my glass with the foam. Your foam is (laughs) sinking into an abyss. Ugh. Um, Woo! It is odd. It is it's sweet. Uh, sickening sweet. This that I is, took two sips. That was a mistake. That is rough. Oof. I wasn't expecting that. Not in the least. Um, Let's read these ingredients one more time. Very, very. It, I mean, it's just breakfast team. Oof. Oh, pastry stout. That's probably why. <sighs> Do you taste pastry? No. With P.A. maple syrup. It's got to be that P.A. maple. Are you sure it's not pa maple syrup? Pa maple. Pa maple? Pa maple. This is going to be a tough one, folks. Yeah, this is going to take 20 minutes to drink. It's going to take longer than that. Vanilla bean and cinnamon. Vanilla bean wouldn't be that sweet. Although vanilla, if they put... Although it says vanilla bean, not vanilla extract. Extract, yeah. Vanilla extract would account for the sweetness, but vanilla bean, not so much. I also don't get much vanilla. I basically just get maple. And cinnamon, I think, too. Cinnamon a lot in the aftertaste. You go, yeah. You get the it cinnamon. Is, it, is, it is a rough one to finish. Yeah. I mean. It, we, well, the energy is sucked out of the video now. This literally, is, yeah. This is this is one of those, oh, no. This is one of those where we need cheese crackers and Doritos. I need, yeah, I need a whole salty meal to finish this. Yeah, this is brutal. Brutally sweet. Four score and... Blood sugar one ten. Yeah, one ten. That's normal. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. You want you you want to oh, try eight ten. Four score <laughs> eight ten ago. Yeah. Oof. So uh, by the time we're finished this beer, we're going to be able to pull our teeth out. I better go make bacon because this is. If we're Ooh, gonna, yeah, dude, that would be, really be good. great. I know. Yeah. I still. This isn't really. You guys can fast forward to this part. You won't know what I'm talking about, but I'll still never forget that that day I came over here and you had those the bacon ends. Oh, the yeah. scraps that yeah. were in, that were in the brown sugar, yep. and they accidentally got a little blackened and charred. Yep. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's They're so good. One of, one of the finest yeah. dining moments I've ever had in my life. No exaggeration. It was so good. Yeah, love them. I kept eating them, and I yeah. felt bad, but I did stop. No. Yeah, to be yeah, fair, yeah. though, there was a lot of them. So yeah, there was. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't eat them all on we, everybody. I remember what the hell. But if I did, I'd just be like, sorry, but yeah. I just don't like. I still eat them. It's like popcorn. Yeah, you can't stop. No, it's there. So Unlike good. Lay's or whatever that chip company was you can't just can't just have one yeah yeah i could yeah this no there's no stopping it no, no. Mine, been, mine as well have been laced with heroin i was not stopping <laughs> in fact they were yep. no, I, I, <laughs> that explains why i sell air conditioning <laughs> that aren't mine and prostituting himself <laughs> for bacon and <laughs> <laughs> well it's not the life for everybody but it's the life for me <laughs> uh, well if you want to try they this call me bacon bits <laughs> hey baby <laughs> check your bacon bits <laughs> go ahead Oh, I don't know how you're doing that. You did just to get rid of it. I forgot how sweet it was already. Yeah, oh, we, we don't have bacon ready yet. I just oh. that really is just sugar. It, 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 it's way we're gonna end somebody up made a maple beer and yeah. then oh yeah, somebody yeah. made a maple beer and then put half a pound of sugar yeah. in each can. It is honestly that is sickeningly sweet. Yeah, I I was the flavors, the profile, the alcohol. It like, sounded ooh, good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then you, that, that this is going to be I one mean, of those let's, hidden let's, gems. Let me be honest. I'm sorry. What? That, this could have been one of those hidden gem beers. It could have been. Where you're thinking, oh, they put all their money in the name and the label. Well, actually, they did. They did. Yeah. Um, but 
It's also a flavor I've never had in a beer before, also. Yeah, I don't believe we've ever had a pastry stout. No, so... If you're eating, if you're drinking this with your meal... Yeah, not by itself. Yeah, there's no way I can... You can't just sit... Uh, I don't even know if you could have this with dessert. It might be too sweet. I, don't, I think you this gotta is a dessert. Well, but if you're going to eat it with something, it's going to have to be something savory or salty. Oh, it definitely... Like, you, a, like you could some eat, Asiago you, fries You or, could not yeah, it's drink this be, with brownies. Oh, you'd throw oh, up. You'd be so God. sugar. You, you'd be in the hospital. You couldn't even do it with chocolate chip cookies. Getting an insulin in... Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Ivy. Yeah, it's it's way too sweet for that. But like I said, if you have some like uh, some Asiago fries, some uh, you know massive garlic uh, burger with cheese, queso dip, something. I, I, I something a, polar opposite in the flavor it's world. Gotta yeah. This but is, it's gotta be salty or sour. It, it can't be no, can't. not even sour because even that would make me not want to drink yeah. this. Something salty. Yeah, just get a brick of cheese. And just start Go to eating town, it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cut it up. Just start yeah, gnawing all on, on that, that shit. shit. Yeah. And drink this while you have cheese in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That'll help. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some Ritz crackers, like a pound of them. Yeah. Each. One pound per person. Per one beer, one pint, one pound. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a pint to pound. It's the, it's the old P2P. We ain't turning this into a 10-minute beer I know. It's a beer TED Talk. Um. Just say no. Yeah, if you're willing to try something super sweet, this is up your alley. Um, this, yeah. Um, I don't know what pastry tastes like this, but okay. A sugar pastry. They're very, yeah, yeah. Ooh, four score. You guys find some oddball flavoring. I'll, I'll say that much. I mean, you guys have. You're come unique. Up with, that's yeah. They're very unique because the three beers we've done on here have been. Yeah. We've never had anything like all, any of the three of them, and they've all been different flavors and styles. And they've all been different flavors and styles from the beers we've had yeah, that are kind yeah. of, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, anything that might have been in the same genre Realm. of what that beer was, it was unique and yeah. unto itself, but. I'm dreading this. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's all that beer. I have. Oh. This is going to be rough, folks. Yep. Happening pod show, you don't want to see me throw up on here. My. Holy fuck me. Woo! I got garlic sausage up on the stove. Oh, that might be too much of an overcorrection. I don't think it will. I don't do well with garlic in high doses. That might be too much for me. Holy fuck. Oh, I need to recline for a minute. Oh, it's so sweet. It is so... That belch was solely because of that beer. There's a lot left in there. In mine, yes. (laughs) You probably got more than me. Oh my god, I do. (laughs) This is gonna be fucking... Oh, you can... You got like half... Oh, Jesus. This is going to be Mom, rough. pick me up. Well, Are you drunk? No, I got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. we wanted to do our Halloween torture episode. Miles will do it hey, with a beard that's picking our ass. <laughs> oh, Quite frankly, God. some of these torture methods I would rather go through right now than drink more uh, of this beer. We're doing a torture episode, torture that's, devices and torture right. equipment. And we were going to torture ourselves during this episode. <sighs> But there's no goddamn way we are not dead. No, we'd have died. I wouldn't have been torture. We'd it, have been suicide. It would, yeah. Did I spit on you? No. Do you want me to? No. All right. <laughs> so I can't rub my feet on your leg and I can't spit on you. Correct. This place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this show used to be fun. I used to have fun. So many rules, so many squares. I thought we were doing torture. <laughs> well, that would be torture. Yes, it would. All right. Your hair, legs are hairy. <laughs> I ain't got enough foot. <laughs> 
Yes. I like Smokestack Lightning. The only way I can get it on a playlist is off the Vietnam War soundtrack. Really? You didn't? The artist doesn't? Wow. The soundtrack to <laughs> Vietnam. Yes. Thank God they released that. I want to get the soundtrack to Korea. The conflict. <laughs> Do you have a... <laughs> is there a Gattaca soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> I what about what about Grenada? Grenada. Yeah, yeah. You're what we call you're what we call a Grenada. I can't lose this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can show up to court. Everybody says dick hanging out uh, or yes. something. Yeah, I'm still gonna win this thing. <laughs> so let's talk about torture. Torture. Yeah, we have tortured the listeners for over three years. That's right. They keep coming back. You That's right. We appreciate we everybody over in uh, Indonesia. Yeah. We've carried over the wolf soundtrack to the torture episode. We have. Should I'd I imagine for... getting eaten by a wolf and turning into a wolf feels like torture. So. I would, yeah. Um, it works. I mean, long tongue, guy, ladies. Um, <laughs> Don't discriminate. Guys, right, guys, guys like it, you know. Wipe your ass. Don't spit on my hair. <laughs> if that came out my nose, that would have been torture. Oh, man. Sour nose bubbles. Sour, sour nose blueberry bubbles. Yes. All right. Anyway, torture. Um, so torture. Now, Tor- what, what? Sure. What? What made you decide to do torture? I was watching TV. Because I was in my dungeon, yeah. <laughs> like I am most nights. Yeah. Uh, I was watching Truth Seekers on Amazon, the, yeah. uh, the Nick I Frost have... and Simon Pegg show, but it's I mostly have... Nick Frost. Yeah, I have to get into it. And uh, there was, uh, yeah, the first two episodes aren't, aren't that great, I don't okay, think, because I watched the first two, and I there's was like, yep, of, I'm done. There's a lot of series like that, where the first two episodes suck, Yeah, it's, why are you, you get wait, past there, If there's only, like, eight episodes in a season, why are you making two that are so bad? And it's showing them first. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to end with them, either. Well, you wouldn't, why show them at all, then? I don't know. Re-edit, go back because at least we had a decent to go back and do our werewolf. Yeah, we episode. we didn't re-edit. We redid we a whole re-did episode. We redid a whole episode in greats. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing this for free, for fun. Drunk. <laughs> Tagline of the show. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I was watching the show, and uh, <laughs> a device was used, and I had never heard of it. Vibrator. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I uh, I looked it up, and in the process, I came across an article entitled "20 of the Slowest Historical Torture Methods We Can't Believe Wait. Living Souls Had to Endure." The slowest? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're just killing you slowly. Yeah. Oh, for fun. For prolonged pre- for free. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm. I'm. Uh, the twenty of the slowest historical torture methods. Historical torture. Are any of them still used today? Um. Uh, prob. Well, yeah. Some of them are. I think. Like some of them by cartels. Yeah. Wait. I was gonna say not. Yeah. Obviously not by. Us. Not by government. Not by uh, established governments that they admit to. Yeah. I was gonna say not by us refined Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the article starts. Torture is unpleasant. <laughs> As indeed is the intended purpose of the I practice. I think of some mistresses that say it's not. Yeah, that's right. We should get them on right now. I'll and also them. the show. I'll call them. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see what get I did there. 
All right. Yeah, what would they do if we turned the rolls on them? I'm starting to think of something. Cry. Oh, yeah, they would. Uh, I don't want you well, kicking my first ass. First of all, there aren't balls we could kick for them. Oh, we'd I'm still kicking it in the We'd have to flick the bean. Yeah, I'm still kicking it But, like, the literally veg. flick it, not the metaphorical. Slapping some titties. Yeah. Turn them into speed bags. See how they like choking on this. Punch their uvula constantly in the back of the throat. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? I'm sorry, I can't understand you. You're having too much fun with that. Lots of stuff I would do. I know. But they would never do it, and that's why they're the ones abusing people. Alright, we ready? Because dumb white dudes pay for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking imbeciles. Flapping imbeciles. Yo, Halloween 360. There, there we I go. I don't know why it was a 360, but... <laughs> Let's make it a 720. <laughs> okay, do and it. And go back to torturing the torturers. Let's torture people. That's right. Alright, so here are 20 of the slowest and most painful historical torture methods you would not want to endure. I don't want to endure them. And there's the picture of the first one. Bamboo sprouts. Oh my god. Bamboo torture, allegedly Where's employed by flat? the Japanese Empire during the Second World War, uses fast growing bamboo shoots to inflict immense pain upon the human body. Jesus. A disputed historical method of inflicting immense pain upon a victim, bamboo torture is a form of punishment wherein bamboo shoots or employed to grow into and subsequently through the body of the subjected person. Allegedly originating in Ceylon, the first recorded account of a bamboo torture stemming from a Madras civilian traveling during 1820s in India, Fell on it. Uh, appearing also in Malay history and culture, it has been contended the Siamese employed sprouts from the Nipa palm in an identical fashion to bamboo torturing during the 1821 invasion of Kedah. But most famously, it was alleged during World War II by the Japanese Empire against allies, pr allied prisoners of war. Motherfuckers. Captured soldiers were supposedly tied above an infant bamboo shoot, which over the course of several days would grow at a rapid rate and pierce the prisoners. Uh, since the conflict, however, questions have habitually been raised concerning whether bamboo is actually capable of inflicting the injuries claimed by survivors. However, a 2000, I'm glad they mentioned this because I was going to, a 2008 Mythbusters investigation verified that bamboo shoots can penetrate several inches of ballistic gelatin, which is comparable in strength to human skin in less than three days. Oh my fucking God. So over the course of three days, ah. a bamboo shoot is growing through you. So in three days, it's burrowing through your back, and then in probably a week or so, it's going to be out your front. Oh. Yeah, that would fucking suck. That's, Yo. That's, that's only number 20. That's why they're the greatest generation. They, they endured that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Vlad is jealous. He had to play something that didn't grow. <laughs> he didn't have the time. He, yeah, I mean... Yeah. It, well, Vlad wasn't he, lollygagging. If he, yeah, but if he knew that this existed... Oh, he'd have done it. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. He'd had a hard-on for it. Yeah, he... he yeah, he would have figured out how to get two or three of them up in there. For, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. He'd have grown hybrid. Fucking Christ. He'd have yeah. grown hybrid Delta bamboo. 8 bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to affect your head, but your body's going to feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so here's the one that's probably still used today. It's actually from uh, Game of Thrones episode. Uh, but it is probably used by cartels and such today. Rat torture. One of the best scenes. Oh, it's... One of the best scenes in Guns of Roses. Guns of Roses? Games of Thrones. Guns and Roses. Man, that was that was some hell of a concert you went to. Yes, it was. They took a guy to the crowd and let him get eaten by a rat. Appearing repeatedly through modern pop, uh, modern popular film, television, and literature. Repeatedly? Yes. That means more than once. I know what repeatedly <laughs> means. Uh, is an especially... Sabrina the Teenage Witch did that in an episode. Really? No. Uh, well, I was going to say, wow, that went dark. <laughs> Wasn't that a Disney show? Yeah, but it's on Netflix now. Oh. Not anymore. Edited. That's the X-rated version. Oh, we're lucky. Using a heated vessel to contain the vermin close to the human, oh. the rodent, growing increasingly desperate to escape its own suffering, is compelled to burrow into the flesh of the victim. So, you're either standing or laying on your back, two rats, one rat, are put in a metal bucket, and then the bucket is put on your torso. A fire is lit or placed on the bucket, and then they burrow into your sternum, yes. essentially. That's what you're because going for. Because they're trying to escape the, the heat, heat of yep. the metal that is probably burning their feet and flesh. Yep. The but use of rats in this manner is believed to have originated in Europe. There's a shock. Yeah, because they were loaded var- with rats. <laughs> to, like yeah. York. <laughs> with two variants of the practice emerging concurrently. The former, stemming from Elizabethan England, is based on claims uh, the Tower of London contained a rat's dungeon, wherein a cell cell blow high water mark would draw in rats from the River Thames, and victims would have flesh torn from the arms and legs. Similarly, and more in line with modern representations, occurred during the Dutch Revolt of 1568 to 1648. Diedrich Sonoy an ally of the revolt's leader, William of Orange, yada yada, used pottery bowls filled with rats to enact the torture and elicit information. Oh. Heating the bowls with charcoal, the rats would, quote, gnaw into the very bowels of the victim. The method was reborn again during the modern age across Latin America, with its use recorded under the military dictatorship of Brazil, Chile, and Argentina. The most recent confirmed case occurred in New Jersey. In 2010, when David Wax threatened to kidnap victim with rat torture. You know, bring on the bamboo sprouts. <laughs> that rat one just sounds yeah, so unpleasant. Three days to live over. And, and it's going to be it's gonna be excruciating, but it's going to be a little out of time. Although, uh, I... Up your butt. Yeah, it's just and around the corner. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it just does not sound pleasant at all. No, it sounds horrible. You alright there? Yeah. Alright, uh, here comes the one that... The one from the show. It's a... Neck forks. I think rats are worse than neck forks. Well, yeah, because this isn't necessarily meant to kill you, but the way that they do kill you is pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Um, All right, so oh. both both known as heretic's fork, that's, that's where it really comes from. If you were believed to be a heretic or something, these would be put on you for lying and spreading falsehoods and stuff. Uh, neck, uh, neck forks, heretics fork, and neck traps were designed to place the victim in positions of sufficient discomfort and suffering to eventually induce a confession without the need to inflict direct bodily pain. The Spanish Inquisition, oh, lasting from 1478 until 1834, uh, existed for a sufferingly long period of time to incrementally perfect the art of torture. 
Although women were excluded from these practices and doctors were required to be present, the Inquisition nevertheless enjoyed near limitless authority to inflict suffering upon those entrusted of their custody. Centuries before the United States... That's a form of torture there. Hot boxing. Centuries before the United States of America would adopt the use of sleep deprivation and enforced standing to entice confessions. Think of that. You had to stand for so long that you just confessed to something. That's a long fucking time. I do that at work. I stand for eight hours. I confess <laughs> I want to go home. Uh, the Inquisition developed two ruthless mechanisms to achieve the same end. The heretic's fork and neck trap. Insert Mel Brooks Spanish Inquisition music here. <laughs> the former, a bi-pronged fork attached to a belt around the victim's neck, unflinchingly secured the angle of the head. Should the victim fall asleep or allow their head to droop, the sharp prongs will begin to pierce their throat and neck. Similarly, neck traps prevented the victim from adjusting the angle of their neck to a more comfortable position. Individuals locked into the device would find themselves unable to eat, sleep, or even lie down. Both were commonly inscribed with the Latin phrase aburu or aburu, which means I recant, an objective often achieved due to the eventual breaking of the subject's will. So, it, basically, it's digging into your chest a yeah. little bit below your collarbones into the center of your chest, yeah. and it's hooking in back past your chin far enough so it's into the meaty part yeah, of yeah, the underneath. Does, yeah. And while it didn't always kill you, if you had that on and they wanted to kill you, they would just literally put their hand on the back of your head and then just push down, down. And it would jam all the way through your neck and into your chest and you would uh, just bleed out. By getting pierced by two giant metal forks. Oh, yeah. So, and that's what they may or may not have done in the show. Oh, it, show look, what show was it? True Seekers. Okay. Uh, the sound effect they played was pretty gruesome. Uh, so I was like, oh, I gotta look this up. Yeah. Alright, 17. Disgusting. Look at this. That drawing right there. Some vintage Japanese stuff right there. They dousing him in a bowl of noodles? <laughs> He's burning. <laughs> From the Middle Ages right until the modern day, boiling a person alive. Oh. Oh. Now you know how lobsters feel, you bastards. Yeah. Has been infrequently used as a brutal means of enacting a torturous execution around the world. Uh, it, torturous, if infrequent, method... Uh, for historical execution, death by boiling kills an individual. <laughs> like they need to explain it. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> by immersing no, I, them I in a container of blistering liquid, oh. frequently using oil, tar, or tallow. Various cultures oh. and civilizations. Could you? Oh, I think tar no. might be worse because oh, it's just definitely, so. Because as soon as you're touching it, you're, 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 your skin your parts are yeah. gone. Yeah. What's well, like? Okay, that's like being tarred and feathered. Yeah. Okay. As if the but feather cools off. wasn't bad enough. Yeah, yeah. The tarring is just melting your skin once it's put on yeah. you. Okay, they're not just, you know, rolling it around in some hard <laughs> it's, tar. Yeah, it's not like you're making chicken parm with the batter. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah, being, yeah. It, 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 it's bubbling tar. Yes. And that's an insane thought, tar bubbling. Yeah. Uh, recorded in England beginning in 1531 during the rule or the reign of Henry VIII. There's a shock. Being boiled alive became the legally prescribed method of capital punishment. Those convicted of high treason or murder by poison. At least two individuals, Richard Rose and Margaret Davy or Davy, 
1531 and 1542 respectively, are known to have suffered this particular fate before abandonment under Edward VI in 1547. Known also to have been used throughout Scotland on various occasions between 1200 and 1600, the Holy Roman Empire also employed boiling as the legal punishment for coin forgery. (laughs) Coin forgery. Yeah. The practice is known to have occurred in extreme instances in Japan during the 16th century where the bandit Ishikawa Goleman, along with his entire family, were boiled alive in a giant bathtub as punishment for the failed assassination of Toyotomi Hideyoshi. Equally, in the uh, 1675, the Sikh martyr Bai Dayala was subjected to boiling after refusing to convert to Islam. According to legend, as he burned, Diala calmly recited the Sikh scripture. Right, so you're you're saying that they they threatened to boil this guy because he wouldn't convert religions? Yeah. Really? I know. They do that sort of stuff back then? The Holy Roman Empire, too? What a dick. Just for coin forgery. coin forgery. Well, look at that one. That looks like something I've seen in a porno. The Judas Cradle. Oh, my God. Was a pointed chair upon which victims were forced to squat until their leg muscles gave in and they were and slowly impaled up the bottom. Well, let me see it again. Let me see this. Oh, I think you can handle that. <laughs> Doesn't look that bad. Another innovation attributed to the Spanish Inquisition. The Judas Cradle, also known as the Judas Chair, or the Guided Cradle. Yo, this is... Hold on, real quick. My own. Um, the Spanish were fucking assholes. They what? really were. The, I mean... They were fucking assholes? <laughs> oh, and, and, <laughs> and torturing them, too. Um, but no, I mean, let's be honest. They, uh, they fucked up a lot of... Oh, they they went out of their way shit. to be brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like, they had nothing better to do than do... Inquisit. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and penetrate. And inquisiting. Yeah. What's it say about the mind that spent all the time thinking of ways to jam different things up the asses of people? They like sodomy? <laughs> Here's the light. <laughs> this song. Kicked it right on time. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you... Okay, real quick, before we move on your okay. list. Could you create a torture device today that has never been created? I don't know. I'm not saying it had to be something that completely different, but something brand new that tortured somebody. I'm sure you probably could. Uh, I, I have a beer in front of me that I could think of. Oh, definitely have a beer I could torture somebody <laughs> you got to drink like 10 liters of that without oh. puking or something. Yeah, well, you've seen Three Kings where they pour the oil down. Oh, yeah. They just pour that down somebody's throat. That'll make them fucking... Yeah. We will turn you diabetic. Yeah, you, you put a six-pack of those down in front of me, I'm confessing instantly. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like Weasel in Deadpool 2. I stub my toe, I'm done for the day. <laughs> That's Yeah, you're wrecking me with, with a six-pack of that shit. Yeah. Anyway, back to the anal stool. Yes. God, that was too on the notes. <laughs> or the Guided Cradle. The Guided Cradle. Which is just creepy name. Are you sure it wasn't the Gilded Cradle? Guided. Guided. Yeah, it's not gold. Uh, <laughs> was a torture device... Gold da- anal probe. <laughs> ...from the 16th century. Utilizing a simple design, 
The victim would be strapped atop the chair and forced to support themselves solely with their legs for an indefinite period of time. Eventually, depending on the strength of the individual, the victim would be unable to maintain the required position any longer, and the pyramidal tip of the chair, quote-unquote, would begin to impale their anus. After enduring an agonizing rupturing of their anal canal, the victim would die unless released. As noted, the length of time before an individual would be impaled varied significantly. Accordingly, depending on the whims of the torturer, weights might be added to the legs of the victim to hasten oh. their demise. I would think it would be better to put them on their shoulders. I was thinking that too, now that you're pushing them down just completely. But, I mean, the weights are going to tire your legs, but that doesn't mean you're going to slide down the pole pit. <laughs> Equally, their hands and feet might be tied together to make balancing even harder or oil poured over the chair. Oh, now so you're they, slipping. They, oh, man, they did do that lubed. It's one of my favorite songs, Slip Slide in Away. Paul Simon wrote that. Several variants about the Inquisition. <laughs> Several variations of the device away. existed, reflecting its use in a number of circumstances. Some designed, used for the purpose of gaining information, employed a pulley system with the individual strapped into a harness and repeatedly lowered oh. onto the tip of the chair to uh, max uh, 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 Almost got it. <laughs> One guy's going, lower, lower. <laughs> and that's when they stopped using it. Oh, you almost got it. Got to be, be quicker. <laughs> to be hanged, drawn, and quartered oh. was not merely a legal prescription for execution, but a carefully designed sequence of tortures with which to end a convicted person's life. Can you get that filled at CBS? <laughs> That's not one. To, you have to go to the medieval pharmacies for that one. Uh, not every not everyone has that so, capability. Uh, Renfair. Yeah. <laughs> Lancaster. <laughs> Renfair RX. <laughs> Renade. Renade. <laughs> Another historic <laughs> the Red Ren Greens. <laughs> method of execution was served as a form of torture in its own right. The punishment of being hung, drawn, and quartered. Wait, quartered. Wait, wait. so they're hanging you and drawing, quartering you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, did I say that right? Yes. yes. Originated in England during the Middle Ages. Instituted as the legal penalty for men convicted of high treason in 1352, although existing uh, unofficially since the reign of Henry III. Was it... Was William Wallace drawn and quartered, or was he just... Oh, I don't remember. In the movie, they just fucking dissect him. They just dismembered him. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what happened. Here's your intestines. Yeah. Freedom for my intestines! The Sorry. condemned man <laughs> would suffer a litany of successive violations, humiliations, and pains before his eventual death. Yes! Starting wait, wait. with... Humiliations. Yeah. Of being drawn and... Okay, what else is more humiliating than being killed or do you, what is happening to you that you're humiliating while being drawn and quartered and hung what are you asking me for? I'm just I, asking I how know. humiliating could it possibly be pretty humiliating I was really worried about because people me. turned up and watched this like it was the movies I know well that's all they had to do back then was to turn up and watch people being tortured well, I'd and imagine spread they... the plague <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. Have you spread the blanket? Today? <laughs> uh, so, starting with the dragging of the individual fastened to a hurdle huh? drawn by horse from the site of imprisonment to their place of execution. What a 
dick move. So you can't even just outright hang him. You got to drag him this to the guy, gallows. So he's been shredded across the dirt or uh, cobbled streets, cobblestone street. Oh. Yeah. Along the route, he would be pelted with rotten food and excrement by the public. Okay, so you're asking well, how it would be humiliated. Yeah, now you're humiliated. <laughs> Upon reaching the Shame. location. Ding, ling, ling, ling. Shame. Ding, ling, ling, ling. Shame. Game of Thrones was weak. <laughs> yeah, I they mean, this, this shit. was tamped down. Yo, talk about, I mean, this was their, this was their uh, baseball game. This was their. Yeah, yeah, this was Sunday Night Football. Phillies and yeah. shit. Yeah, this is, damn, they needed television back then. For real, a lot of people. Imagine where we'd be right now if there wasn't television. No, we'd be torturing people in the most fucked up ways possible. What you asked, have could you think of a way that people weren't tortured with before? Yeah. That would be the TV. If oh, what a proper song could be playing in the background though. Uh, if uh, TV wasn't existent, we would just be innovating torture. I'm okay. I'm, I'm canceling my subscriptions. No more reality TV. Nope. Just torture oh, for granted. That's right. Reality TV is torture. Yeah. That fucking dumb shit. You're being lobotomized without realizing Well, it. you're being lobotomized by TV in general, but yeah, reality TV is literally yeah, making people turning stupider. it into a mush. Yeah. yeah. Upon reaching the location, he would be hung almost to the moment of death, revived, castrated, disemboweled before being finally beheaded. His body would be subsequently chopped into four pieces and displayed at prominent locales. With the practice gradually... A little bit on the nose with quartered. With practice gradually watered down due to public opposition to its brutality, it was eventually abolished entirely in 1870. Wait, they got tired of it? They said it was too brutal. So the attitude era. (laughs) (laughs) During the American Revolutionary War, both loyalists and patriots were recorded as inflicting the punishment upon their opponents. What about the Buccaneers? Don't know. The passage of the Eighth Amendment to the United States Constitution in 1791, prohibiting cruel and unusual punishments, was a direct response to this wartime practice and an attempt to prevent any further applications in the fledgling nation. So they still did this in the 1800s. Oh, God. Well, 1790. That's what I said. 1879. <laughs> Abolished entirely, though, in 1870, yeah. Just in America, particularly, it went on until 1791. Yeah. But worldwide, it took till 1870 oh. stop. Oh, yeah, I'm sure and nobody does it anymore. Oh, I'm sure people do. Yeah, yeah. Mexico. The braking wheel. The, that's the one that's supposed to stop the car, but <laughs> going. Was used during the Middle Ages against condemned violent criminals to break bones prior to displaying their tattered but still breathing body before the general public as a deterrent. Dude, that's something else with some of this stuff. Okay, you're like... These people are alive. Oh, yeah. While their innards are being torn out of them and displayed and... and... Yeah. The breaking wheel also... They had nothing else to do. Yeah. It it was avoid the plague, watch a torture. Yeah. That's... and and how can we torture somebody and keep them alive while doing it longer? Or how do we get the public to be interested? Be like, oh, it's just another hanging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the guillotine's out again. <laughs> cutting something off today. Yeah. But, I mean... Oh. But it's interesting, though, if you think about it in this way, as a parallel. Throughout all of time, 
a severe punishment hasn't dissuaded anybody from committing the crime. Yeah. You could have been hung, drawn, and quartered. Yeah. For treason. Well, People yeah, still committed but it. There are sometimes there's reasons to be treasonous. I agree. Again, but my, William Wallace had a right to be treasonous. I agree. But what I'm getting at is today they're inflicting all these mandatory minimum sentences for this, that, and the other thing. People are still doing it. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Severe, grotesque. Well, it's Examples of torture and execution just don't deter people from doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, it's also because it's put on things. We've discussed this in other episodes, like, um, like you know, oh, the, we're trying to ban porn because we don't want the people watching porn. We just want us to watch porn. Yeah. You know, these are the lawmakers make that decision. Yep. That's, that's part of it. I mean, I'm not saying that's the whole oh, scenario, yeah. but... So, you can't watch it because this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. And, I'm still watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I draw on court myself nightly. <laughs> My innards are all over the sheets. <laughs> My little fella's tortured constantly. <laughs> Ain't that right, little boy? <laughs> if anybody didn't hear it, pick up in the microphone. I heard a faint scream. <laughs> the, Jesus, it helped me. The breaking wheel. It sounded like the gingerbread guy from Shrek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Also known as the Catherine Wheel. The Catherine Wheel. Was a method of torture. Catherine the Great. That featured, I don't know, possibly. Catherine the kind of okay. <laughs> the Catherine of Ovian, she's all right. Catherine the bitch. That featured as part of public executions in Europe between the start of the Middle Ages until the early modern period. Oh, fuck it up. Those convicted, commonly murderers and robbers, would be broken by the wheel for their sins, whereupon they were staked out and endured having their limbs broken. Thereafter, the pulped remains of the still-living criminal were strapped to the wheel itself and erected as on a pole, akin to a crucifixion until death. Ugh. In some instances, mercy, quote-unquote, might be granted following for a swifter death with the wheel set on fire or condemned to be, or the condemned beheaded. They build you a new wheel every time? Apparently. Well, if they set the one on fire. Jesus Christ, and the mercy, and they cut off your head. Well, to be fair, if they do it right, it's going to be a lot better than being burned alive. I agree, but it's still taking time. That's not mercy. Well, yeah, because in those, in those days, it wasn't one whack and your head was off. It was, yeah, exactly. It was it a was, couple chops. You know, and they, were, they, they were chopping at you with a metal pipe. Yeah. <laughs> there was no edges to those things. It was just a heavy piece of lead. <laughs> oh, literally bludgeoning yeah, your head. Yeah, you're bludgeoning your neck. Oh. Oh, you're having every bone crushed and your lit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Hypothesized to originate from the kingdom of the Franks, by the time of the Holy Roman Empire, it formed a staple of the legal system. Under the Habsburgs, the number of strikes inflicted was used as a measure of the severity of the criminal conduct by the condemned. Exported by Europeans during the Age of Exploration, this method of torture is documented as occurring as a, as far away as French-controlled Louisiana and in British-controlled India during the 18th century. Gradually declining by 1813, the practice started to be outlawed with the last known execution by the wheel known to have occurred during uh, known to have occurred taking place 
in Prussia in 1841. Do you have a picture of the wheel? Okay. I'm confused by the guy on top of the wheel here, but it looks yeah, like they're, his they're already pump, strapped to it. And, and so they're already done. Their parts are mangled and broken. Yeah. And he's being strapped to that new wheel. Yeah, so there he's tied down. See, there his leg's broken. Look at his arms all busted. Jesus Christ. Fuck that shit. Or is it, if you look at this one. Uh, dude, he looks like a pretzel. He, yeah, so it looks like you get wrapped around the wheel. Yeah. Oh, that's, I thought they just rolled it over and bent your limbs the wrong way and broke them. No, now you're me, being pretzeled onto it. Yeah now, yeah, now it seems like your body's being interwoven. Yeah. Oh, into the spokes. Ass. All right, here comes one. This is, uh. Uh, a fine entry into the long and true uh, tradition of uh, misogyny, the breast ripper. Yeah, it's it's going to be what you think it's going to be. Okay, so that's for the uh, it, female's it, titties. Yeah, it, it it looks like a pair of tongs, but with yeah, a set like, of forks facing. Yeah, inwards. yeah. Targeting women suspected of adultery or abortion during the Middle Ages. So. Uh, Get, you get to look forward to that, Texas. The breast ripper <laughs> would tear the breasts off <laughs> to mark the guilty for life. All right, let's just read that one more time. Tear the breasts off to mark the guilty for life if they survive the torture. The breast ripper, also known as the iron spider, oh, God, that's somehow worse, was an instrument of torture during the latter years of the Middle Ages. Reserved, unlike many of the items appearing on the list exclusively for women, Device was predominantly employed against those persons accused of adultery or abortion. As a result, the mechanism was specifically designed to mutilate and destroy most of the visible feminine attribute in retribution for the alleged unworthy crimes, the breasts. In doing so, the individual, should they survive punishment, would be marked for life, unable to breastfeed any future children, and thus prevent them from fulfilling the chief role of women in medieval society. Made from iron and heated to ensure easier tear, the spikes of the ripper would be attached to a convicted woman's breast. As the device was manipulated, it would slowly but surely rip the breast apart, rendering it useless. In many recorded instances, the breast would be ripped clean off, along with a substantial portion of the upper torso, resulting in near-instant death. A, sim a similar var variant of the implement the Iron Spider was a less portable alternative. Attached to a spiked wall, the unfortunate woman would be attached to the mechanism and pulled along by her breasts until they were torn from her. Oh, that's fucking gross. So you're impaled by spikes oh. on both on both breasts and you're just flailed around. We've until seen they that image. Off. Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck is wrong with these? There's a lot wrong with these I people. have nothing to do. How can I rip off somebody's breasts? Some yeah, I, I know. I, I'm going out of my way to find ways to preserve them. Did they have these the, fuckers were just ripping them off willy-nilly. Did they have labia stretcher, too? Well, I, I don't know if they that's on this hang list. a woman by a labia? But I know at least in the 90s that was still going on in Africa. Well, they were removing clitoris. They, uh, they, uh, they cut the breasts off entirely. Oh, really? Uh, Tears of the Sun. I never saw that. Oh, no? Bruce yeah. Willis? In Africa, yeah, they mutilate women. They cut their breasts off with machetes, and they do cut the clitoris off and stuff as well. well I knew they were cut, removing clitoris, so they have no sexual pleasure. Yeah. What's the point of removing breasts? 
I don't know if it was similar to this if they were accused of infidelity or something like that or what. This one is the Strapado. Yes. He was the one who had Pinocchio. Okay. It's very high. So he's hanging. It looks a like he's ball shape, about thirty feet off the ground. It lo- yeah, it looks like his hands are tied behind his back, yes. and he's hung very high. You haven't watched Ridiculous Six yet, have you? Yeah. Please watch that. Requiring nothing more than a piece of rope, the Strapado is capable of inflicting severe lifelong injuries or even death within just an hour of torture. Oh, good. The Strapado for that. The torture, the torture on the go. In a hurry. <laughs> also known as the corda, is a long-standing, simple but nonetheless effective method of torture involving tying a victim's hands behind their back, suspending them individually by a rope attached to the wrist with weights at it, if necessary, to increase the pain. The strapado is so damaging that it cannot last for more than an hour without reprieve or risk of killing the subject. Ooh commonly resulting in the dislocation of the arms and shoulders, the longer-term effects of the method are less visible, causing lifelong nerve, ligament, and tendon damage, leading to potential paralysis. And one hell of a wingspan. <laughs> Originally used by the Spanish Inquisition and other holy orders of the Middle Ages. We need a new torture device. What can we get that more people can see? Well, what if I put a 30-foot ladder, and we hang a guy by his hands tied behind his back, from that top of that ladder, and we just let him dangle there for an hour or so? Dangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to hear all sorts of pops and cracks and stuff. Yeah, and screams. And, and you may not see him fall apart then, but for the lifelong time, it's, he's, he's going like, yeah, to be falling apart inside. Yeah, yeah he's going to definitely need that guy aspirin. Uh, it was part of interrogations, oh, yeah. including against legendary... Hey! Did you do it? Now, <laughs> <laughs> he heard back was... <laughs> it was Italian author Nicola Machiavelli in oh. 1513. The practice endured well into the modern age, spreading... F- <laughs> what the fuck is I don't know, but that was definitely oh. not Halloween. Uh, endured well into the modern age, spreading far beyond the borders of Europe. The Strapada was employed during the Salem witch trials in 1692. Because if she floated, she was a witch. witch. (laughs) But if she hung there, her arms dislocated, she was innocent. Yeah, sure. (laughs) The United States has continued to use this method as recently as 2003. What? When under interrogation by the CIL, C-I-L. CIA. Oh. Mandel Al-Jamandi was killed after just 30 minutes at the Abu Ghraib prison. Conversely, the U.S. Ha- has also been victims of the practice, with the late Senator John McCain famously subjected to the technique during Vietnam. Damn. That I did not know. I'm I didn't glad. know that that's what he endured. His arms didn't look real long. No, but he couldn't move them very well. I don't know. Yeah, he, he was pretty much like that. Since really? Was, yeah. That, yo, we should go back and nuke Vietnam and Afghanistan. <laughs> Sorry. All right, here we go. This one's interesting. A hollowed out giant bronze sculpture of a bull. The brazen bull. Oh, yes, yes, the brazen bull, yes. Yeah. yeah. 
would entomb an unfortunate individual and yes. be heated until the prisoner roasted alive. Yeah, yep. So it, it's a dry boiling. No, you're actually just being cooked. You're turning a whole human into beef jerky. Yeah, or mush, more likely. It's kind of going to be like a stew when you open it up. The brazen... Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Also known as the... Human stew. (laughs) Caligula, human stew's ready. Sicilian bull was a disputed torture device allegedly stemming from ancient Greece, specifically the city-state of Akragis, Yes. Designed during the reign of the tyrant Phalaris, uh, 570 to 554 BC, by Perilus of Athens. The bull, as recorded by Diodorus Siculus, was supposedly made from bronze, but hollowed out with a door on one side. Once the victim was contained within, a fire would be lit beneath, heating the metal until either death or release. Using an intricate system of tubes and piping, the screams of the roasting prisoner were transmuted into sounds reminiscent of a raging bull. So it was like an organ as well. That's sick because now they're 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 having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can we kill somebody but yet make an a Nickelodeon? <laughs> <laughs> Whilst historians have questioned whether or not the brazen bull truly existed, or was merely an early form of propaganda against an unpopular ruler, it enjoys a prolonged legacy nonetheless. After Perilos created his device, Phalaris allegedly ordered the engineer demonstrate its effectiveness with his own flesh. Eventually, it is claimed that the tyrant was himself murdered with the very instrument of his cruelty by Telemachus. Centuries later, the Roman Emperor Hadrian or Hadrian re- uh, reputedly used the device to torture and kill Christians. Good for him. The bishop <laughs> finally got one right. <laughs> the, bishop, the bishop of Pergamon uh-huh. killed during the reign of Domitian. Yes. The first martyr of Asia Minor was burned to death in 287. Now here's the one that we were talking about. Well, you want to see an origin for from a TV show? I just did you know how they drain the bodies out of this bull? I wasn't making a joke. Oh. I, I want to know how do you drain the remnants out of the bull? Does it have like a a hatch? I would guess they would tilt it and <laughs> ooze it out the door. Yeah, but you have to let it cool before you tilt this. Well, thing. yeah, that that it's gonna be hot for days. Yeah, so I mean. Until it cools well, completely, you're going to have solidified human at the bottom of your bowl. I don't think that sentence ever has been uttered before. <laughs> in the course of human history, that may be the very first time those words were arranged in that order. <laughs> you're going to have solid humans in the bottom of your bowl. <laughs> well, I hate it when the, I hate it when the humans solidify in the bottom of my bowl. I'm just like, I mean, you don't want to be the next guy in there. And they're like, you didn't clean out John. He's still here. Here's his teeth. I know it's him. He used to have this beat up molar. I was trying to think. Did they have like a little, you know, drain somewhere like? The pull, they, like, pull, they, they pull they out just, a, a cork like where the bull stick would be. Yeah, <laughs> so your, your final humiliation is the you're bull. You're pissed out is, of the metal bull. Yeah, you're pissed, your yeah. sludge is pissed out of the metal bull that killed you. Oh. oh. I, I just, dude. 
What the fuck is wrong with people? All right. You ready for the next one? <laughs> uh, what number are we at? We are at number 10. We're halfway through. We're in the top 10 torture <laughs> devices. Immune. This is, I'm Casey Kaysen. Uh, B3 is here with me today on the top 10 torture devices of all time. Coming in number 10. It's Im- a favorite of a lot. Immurement. There you go. There's immurement of a nun. You can figure out what that one is. Wait, what am I... They're standing on... That that one. Oh! I'm looking at the people standing on books. I'm like, yeah. she's being punished, so she's standing on a plank of books? What those books ever do? Or they look for bread? Okay, the books. So this is immurement? Am I saying it right? Immurement. Immurement. Not to be confused with being buried alive. No. Involves the entombing of an individual inside of a wall or confined space. <laughs> you just got hit the nuts by a ghost. <laughs> So, in other words, what happened to Mr. Hill in The Haunting of Hill House, but you never get to see. Yeah. Immurement, derived from the latter im, in, and murus, wall. Wall literally comprises the entombing, so it means immurement is in wall. wall. Literally uh, comprises the entombing of an individual inside a wall or enclosed space without means of exit. Often, but not always used as a method of execution, the prisoner is left for an indefinite period of time to suffer from starvation and dehydration whilst trapped in isolation and darkness. Appearing in civilizations around the world, two primary purposes recur as the motivations behind the practice, human sacrifice and criminal punishment. Regarding the latter, it has been claimed the Vestal Virgins of Rome faced immurement should they break their vows of chastity as a trial by ordeal to prove devotion. Trial, bo- trial by ordeal to prove devotion. What the fuck does that even mean? I, I, I'm to prove that you're still a virgin. I can only tr- imagine it's very invasive. How does that... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's a lot of gesturing going on. <laughs> More I don't believe she's a virgin now. <laughs> no, because he just fisted her. Exactly. Doctor, you uh, just fisted her. I had ten fingers in there. She's no longer a virgin. <laughs> or... More commonly appearing as a form of human sacrifice, however, many civilizations employed immurement as a part of funerary rituals. Living persons, yeah. either willingly or forced as part of entombed chattel, were frequently buried alongside deceased people of status. Oh, good. Known to have occurred as early as 2500 BCE with archaeological evidence in the Sumerian city of Ur depicting the practice. Yeah. It was also a prominent feature of early imperial China. Transmitted to the funer- funerary rites of the Mongol Khans during the 13th and 14th century, these great conquerors were reported buried along with more than a dozen slaves. What did the slaves do until they died? Pinochle. Oh, Jesus, that was dark. <laughs> but I will say, now every time I see a photo like this, where it's an archway in a building and it's bricked in, oh, yeah. and you drive by an old building now, yeah, it's oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going, yeah. oh, there's a dead person. Well, remember, they were, bar- they were doing it with children for good luck in some cases. You yeah. Know, they were, and, and, and it's, it's insane. It's like good luck. I, I know. Yeah, because, well, we couldn't find your parents, but you're going to bring us good luck. Alright, a swarm of rats. Okay, so, alright, look. A lot of these are gruesome, but still having your innards crawled through a rat is It's not that still... just you're being burrowed into, it's that you're being ripped out, ripped apart, and eaten. 
to, to, for something to escape. Yeah. It's not just going to stop it once it's inside you. It's still going to well, continue. This one's oh. somehow works. Uh, uh, I'm still saying, to, to yeah. me, that is still the... Yeah. Something's burrowing through you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, things going up your ass or sliding down something that's going up your ass. Yeah. They make that in, in Sex Dungeons today. Um... <laughs> to a lesser extent. People pay to have that happen now, okay? Um, yeah, not quite at the point where it's like three feet wide, but yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, not yet. Give them time, you know. Yeah. Fists are only so big. Um, farts sound like a windstorm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like outside on a cold winter night. sounds like if you pick up a seashell and hold yeah. it to your ear. <laughs> Somebody's ain't it. I can hear the ocean in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shirt. <laughs> but it's that, that photo that I found earlier that you sent. Oh, yeah. But the ocean instead of an angry face. <laughs> it's literally a picture of the, of the sun setting over yeah, the ocean. Yeah. Yes. A couple seagulls. All right. Either escapism or scaphism requires the victim to be trapped within boats, coated in milk and honey, and gradually eaten alive by parasites and vermin over the course of weeks. Well, where's the boat placed? <laughs> Far fucking away from everybody else. I don't know. <laughs> Let me read this. <laughs> Scaphism, also known as... Scaphism. S-C-A-P-H-I-S-M. Scaphism. Also known as the boats is a disputed method of Persian torture and execution. Trapping a condemned prisoner, the individual individual would be force-fed milk and honey, as well as coated in the foodstuffs, attracting bugs and vermin, whilst also indicate inducing diarrhea to lure additional parasites. The victim would be gradually consumed by the animals as they fed upon them. Originally described in Plutarch's Life of... Ard Taraxix's 2 Torture Boogaloo the first recorded <laughs> challenge to use the scaphism was against the Persian soldier named Mithridates in 401 BCE decreeing that uh, Mithridates should be put to death in boats two were framed exactly to fit his body to prevent escape so they weren't even really boats. It was like floating coffins, and they were putting you out in those so exactly to fit his body to prevent escape. Yeah. So it's a sarcophagus your size filled with vermin and insects while you're full of honey and milk, covered in honey and milk, and having diarrhea. That there- seems excessive. Yeah. We have a lot of time on our hands, guys. You want to... Yeah, this is one where you don't care how how long it takes. You just want that fucker to suffer. Yeah. Thereafter, his head, hands, and feet were left outside the boats whilst the remainder of the person was contained... Oh, he was closed closed Yeah. Oh, my God. With the remainder of his person was contained within the floating prison. Forced to eat under pain of physical torture, Mithridates was drenched with a mixture of milk and honey... Gradually, his body was consumed after 17 days of being eaten from both within and without. 
although disputed for historical veracity, uh, Plutarch's account has nonetheless proven influential. Shakespeare referenced the practice in The Winter's Tale, whilst the legendary fictitious hunter Alan Quartermain experiences a vision of the brutal technique. Alright, here we go. This one is Nero's Torches. I don't know what I'm looking at, but a lot of people watching now. Yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to be looking at either. Is it here? No. They got a torch, though. Yeah. She looks upset. There's a lot of naked Her ass women. Her out. They're mourning. Probably some going on up there. No, Where's they're all the looking sleeve? this direction. Oh, there, there it we is. Go. Yeah. Oh, shit. The human funeral pyres. Human, oh. The Roman candle. <laughs> Never going to light the firework the same way again. From which the fire popular firework allegedly derives its name. Oh my god. It was originally a torture mechanism whereby Christians were set ablaze for the amusement of Emperor Nero. I'm, uh, for Nero? Yeah. I I'm okay with that. In the year 64 of the Common Era. When I'm 64. The Great Fire of Rome devastated large parts of the Imperial City. Facing blame for both causing the blaze and providing inadequate response to the inferno, which caused widespread damage to ten of Rome's fourteen districts, Emperor Nero blamed the fiery outbreak on religious minorities, including early Christians. It was them, I guarantee it. Christians burn and ruin everything. Always. Among the alleged cruelties bestowed upon these religious minorities was the so-called Roman candle. Using humans as the base... Oh, using humans are the base substance akin to the wax foundations of a candle. These victims were tied to stakes in the imperial garden for the amusement of the deranged emperor. There, the prisoners suffered being coated in pitch, oil, and other flammable substances before, before being set alight. The ultimately fatal fires were started from the feet in order to prolong the suffering for those, conde for those so condemned. It has been suggest suggested, without corroboration, that these candles were used as decorations during formal parties held by Nero. Oh. That would smell fucking awful. <sighs> Nevertheless, the ancient Roman candle signified the first organized persecutions of Christians under the Romans. Ah, fine. Yeah, look what they do today. I mean, they should have used them to light the pathways. While you're up there, sing for us. Today, the term Roman candle refers to a type of Chinese firework that became popular in Western Europe during the Italian Renaissance. Alright, a Tudor woodcut print of keel hauling. Oh boy, oh, I that's mean, I know what that is. Yeah. yeah. Keel hauling. Keel hauling yeah. involved dragging a sailor under the bottom of a ship, often repeatedly as they struggle to hold their breath and survive the wounds inflicted. Beach. You are just getting shredded by barnacles and yeah, yeah, yeah. dings in the hull and all yeah. the other stuff. And then being drunk from salt water on top of it. Yeah. Oh. While drowning. If you can hold your breath. While bleeding to death. Yeah. Keel hauling, taking its name from the Dutch keel hauling, yep. meaning to drag along the keel. Thanks for explaining there that. You go. That, was that a makes sense. Torturous punishment inflicted upon sailors whilst at sea. The sailor would be tied to a rope that encircled the underside of the ship. Hard to do it while they're on shore. <laughs> Whereupon being thrown overboard, they would be dragged underneath the ship and along the keel to emerge on the other side. 
Due to the physical harm suffered as a result of keel hauling, with the hull of the ship covered in barnacles, the victim would suffer immense lacerations resulting in major infections and cuts likely leading to their eventual death. It is unclear whether keel hauling was a common practice during the ancient world. References to a similar punishment for piracy existed in the Rhodian Maritime Code, dating from 700 CE, but it was not until early modern period that keel hauling entered into prominence. Several English writers during the 17th century recorded keel hauling on naval ships. However, there remains no formal note of these actions in the ship's logs. They, they did. They did they, it. They're they, just covering their asses. Yeah, of course. I mean, that still goes on today, covering their oh, asses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keel hauling was an official punishment in the Dutch Navy, although only rarely, rarely enforced due to its harsh nature. It should be noted, nevertheless, that the Dutch did not intend the practice to be fatal and allowed for respites in the torture to recover. Oh, so you can well, take that it was easy nice. long enough and then we're going to keel haul you again. We're going to let you heal a little bit. And then launch you back over. Get those scamps for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch your back. Jesus. All right, here we go. What number are we at? We are at number six. We're in the top six in B3's torture of best tortures of all time. And it's a fan favorite. Oh. Flame. I like a good flame steak. There he is. He's being flayed. Oh. The flame of... Marsyas by Titan. Damn. 1576. The Flaying Man, one of my favorite flags from Game yep. of Thrones. Flaying excruciatingly removed the skin of the victim, exposing the tender nerves and blood vessels beneath to the outside oh. world, leading to immense pain and probable death by infection. If you didn't bleed to death, Flaying. If you're lucky, you died. Oh, yeah. Flaying, yeah, because uh, if they did this right real carefully and then doused you in salt, you'd live. You'd, you'd want to die. Doused in salt? Oh. Dude. Don't oh, haul me. <laughs> keel, keel. <laughs> Flaying, also known as skinning, is a method of torture, <laughs> parentheses, and often execution, yeah. whereby the skin of a victim is gradually removed from the body in a precise fashion. Whilst flaying after death has been historically recorded, typically as a means of debasing the enemy's honor and reserved for instances such as criminality, the predominant occurrences took place during life. Whilst small-scale flaying, although painful, is endurable, large-scale skinning inevitably leads to death. If the individual survives the initial shock and avoids critical loss of blood during the torture, then they will likely die days later due to infection. The practice of flaying was popularized under Neo-Assyrian Empire during the 9th century BCE, with carvings dating to the reign of uh, Ashurn Asiparal the second, uh, 883 to 859 BCE, depicting the gruesome details. Royal edicts dating from the time of that guy I said earlier glorify the deed proclaiming I have clad the pillar in flayed skins I let the leaders of the conquered cities be flayed and clad the city walls with their skins sounds well, like a nice guy good human leather yeah continuing usage throughout medieval Europe most commonly as part of the execution of traitors flaying became so popular in imperial China 
in that the Hongwu Emperor ordered the mass flaying of 5,000 women in 1396. The Ming Dynasty concubines. Jesus. So he flayed 5,000 concubines. Yeah, that's a lot of concubines. That's a, that's a waste of concubines. I had Unless, you know, they were the disgusting ones. The premature burial. Yeah, well, that, that's pretty... Uh, yeah, I mean, you're... It's called buried alive. Yeah. Premature burial forces an unfortunate individual. Oh, because the other ones have been fortunate? By the way, Casey, we're in the top five. I'm Casey Casey. B3 is kicking in here with the top five best tortures of all time. And at number five, premature burial. Uh, an unfortunate individual to endure their last moments trapped beneath the earth, starved for oxygen whilst experiencing never-ending panic attacks. Premature or live burial, or as uh, Casey there said, buried alive, as the name suggests, refers to the practice of burying an individual whilst they are still alive. The author of this article likes the word the word whilst. Let me tell you that. Whilst he's alive, we will be burying this man. <laughs> Differing from immurement, we can't bury him while he's dead. Whilst he's alive is the best bet by both method and intent. Those subjected to premature burial are interred with the purpose of execution, and in contrast to entombing of persons within walls, the victims die far quicker when buried. Unlike immurement, <laughs> where the victims <laughs> suffer for days or possibly weeks, those buried alive most commonly die long before dehydration takes effect. Instead, asphyxiation is the most common cause of death in live burials. Oh, excuse me, that's sugar beer. With the individual, unless carefully buried, unable to breathe. The earliest recorded instances of intentional live burials date from 212 BCE in China, or during the persecutions of subversives by the first emperor, Qin Shi Huang. Uh, approximately 460 Confucian scholars were buried alive. There you go, an, an emperor not liking intelligent people. Centuries later... So he gets rid of scholars. Yep. Tacitus noted Germanic tribes practicing a ritual form of capital punishment, whereby those convicted of cowardice and other shameful vices were buried face down in mud. Oh. Oh. That might be... Oh, that could be... <laughs> By the reign of Queen Margaret, the, yeah. But while you're inhaling it, yeah. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Just Queen sounds, Margaret, the... This sounds like you're... Died in mud pie. Yeah, well, you were. You are. Queen Queen Margaret the First of Denmark, uh, thirteen eighty seven to fourteen twelve. Female adultery was punished with premature burial, whilst men merely got off with a quick beheading. Wow, <laughs> they got off twice. Both heads. <laughs> Both heads. The little one got off first. Then we cut off the big one. <laughs> and until 1689, Russia employed the torturous experience as punishment for the murder of a husband. All right, here we go. Christ on a cross. Russia's got it right, by uh, the way. I mean, let's be honest. Why? The murder of a husband, you get Well, if, you, if a woman kills her husband, you get buried alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's only fair. Christ on a cross, as long look as at she's that. not buried with you. Yes. <laughs> Christ on a cross. Is that like shit on a shingle? Yes. Crucifixion. Here we go. Crucifix. In it number four. Christ on a cross. Crucifixion. 
<laughs> I'm Casey Casey. Back to B3. Crucifixion. In contrast to the common depiction of nails and blood loss, instead historically resorts to deliberately drawing out a slow and torturous death over the course of several days. Crucifixion, an ancient method of capital punishment, is perhaps the most famous means of torture in history due to its association with the Christ narrative of Jesus, or the Christian narrative of Jesus. I've never even, until just now, looked at that as torture. Well... It depends how it was done, because originally, well, as I'm sure the article will get well, I to. I mean, okay, obviously, your your wrists, rope was tied around your wrists, and your arms were outstretched on the beams, yeah. and it was so that you could just barely get Aaron yeah, to the spo- point yeah. where you just suffocated to death, yeah. basically. But like, there was also, you know, part of it too, where you were, they busted your shins or feet, so yeah. you couldn't push up, so you couldn't support yourself, yeah, yeah. and you would suffocate quicker, yeah. But I mean, I I I just always thought, oh, we're just gonna hang it here until it dies, because like like being impaled with a stick up your ass, is it, 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 it? I guess it is some form of torture, but it's also, hey, you're gonna stay here until you're dead. So yeah, I guess well, torture yeah, was, is slow death. Yeah, I think that's the definition. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Can we have Casey back? <laughs> that was Wikipedia Jones with this explanation of the week. <laughs> Designed to turn witnesses from repeated... Number three. No, we're still on number four. Number four. <laughs> Crucifixions were deliberately orchestrated events. What was it? The victim... Yeah, true. Well, this was like people were meant to show up and watch, I guess. This is what'll happen to you if you don't. We're gonna tie you up to this stick that's crossed. Yes. The, the victim was forced to carry their crossbeam to the place of public execution. Okay, can you imagine? Okay, first off, yes, I, you know, you get the whole thing of Jesus carrying his the entire his, cross, the, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here you're carrying a crossbeam. Just beam, a crossbeam. But imagine you're going to the electric chair. And you gotta carry the Johnny, chair. Johnny, you gotta carry the chair with you. <laughs> I think it's only fitting. Uh, and it weighed an estimated 100 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Cakewalk. Death, death often doable. came slowly to those subjected to the practice, typically succumbing several days to exhaustion or heart failure, whereafter their body would be left to rot as an example. In contrast... We know what. Oh, I thought oh, you were no, I was going to say, yeah, we know they okay. were just left there. Um, people were lazy. Yeah, no cleanup. Just well, like the to it. Yeah, I was like that they left guards to guard these idiots up there. Yeah, they're going to make a break for yeah, it. Yeah, and even if they did get down, they're not getting very far. Well, good for them, though. If you manage to get yourself down off a of crucifixion, that should be like you're free. You're king for a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or for the next hour and a half. Yeah, then you're done. Until the birds pluck out your eyeballs <laughs> and the rest of you feeds the daisies. I just don't... This is very cheerful. <laughs> well, I'm not going with, like, you know... Anyway, Christ in general. <laughs> other people that have been crucified. Yes. You know, I and that you feel bad because thousands of people have been crucified, if not millions. And they don't um, get and the, the only one you think about is Christ. Yeah. Well, what about the other millions that have been crucified? I know. I mean, we know when he was crucified, there were two other people supposedly crucified next to him. That's right. Uh, thieves or whatever. Thieves, Thieves yeah. and... Uh, uh, 
insurance salesman. There must be some kind of way out of here, said the Joker to the future. Yes. <laughs> you know what that's about? I don't think so. Should have been. If it is, it's pretty good. <laughs> In contrast to common depiction, most crucifixions did not involve the nailing of the victim's hands or feet to the cross, because yeah, it would tear out. Yeah. Instead, they were more frequently attached by rope in order to prolong the torture. Known to have been used as a punishment prior to the Roman civilization, appearing in ancient Persia, Macedon, and Carthage, Alexander the Great famously ordered the crucifixion of 2,000 survivors of the, Se- of the Siege of, T- of Tyre in 332 BCE. As a form of punishment, crucifixion exists still today, notably in Saudi Arabia and Iran, you know, the more civilized parts of the world, where the most recent known occurrence uh, occurrences of crucifixion occurred as recently as the early 2000s. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah he was crucified. Yes, he was. But here's something, okay, again, we discussed this last Halloween with Vlad, time-consuming. Oh, yeah. The, this was not meant to be quick. This yeah, was yeah, yeah, this was something that was done over the course of days, days. If not weeks. Yeah, yeah You if, had to cut the wood. You had yeah. to get the wood. You know, uh, in his case, sharpen the spikes. And, yeah, put the wood together and create the cross. And, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, an illustration from the French it newspaper. Three. It's an illustration. Le Monde Illustre, it's depicting the torture and execution of a French missionary in China by Ling Chi. I don't know what this one is, but it looks like he's got a knife on his leg or something, and he's tied to a post. And this one is called. Ling Chi, the lingering death. Ling Chi. You, oh, I've heard three. of this one. Oh, he's heard of this. Used, one, used of hundreds of carefully placed tiny cuts oh, to ensure the victim to... would survive for as long as possible until they eventually were either released or received a coup de gras. Wow! So I'm going to cut you two thousand times, and either going to let you go or finally kill you with one shot. Ling Chi, known colloquially in West as Death by a Thousand Cuts, was a ritualistic form of torture prevalent in Imperial China. Reserved for crimes of an especially heinous nature, notably treason, mass murder, or the killing of close family members, Ling Chi was designed as a cruel method of causing incrementally unbearable agony for its victims. Tied to a wooden frame in a public place, small pieces of flesh would slowly be cut from the body. Oh, so what? You're not just being sliced a whole bunch of They're times. You're removing parts it's, of your... It's part cuts, parts flay. Oh. Ching flay. I'm going to take off this mold for you. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Go downtown and have the rats and all that thing off your face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you gotta. Ugh, fucking a. I know. Uh, this practice, in addition to causing immense suffering, you think, yeah, was supposed shit. to represent the spiritual defilement of the individual, with their eternal soul unable to reside in one piece in future lives. Known to have existed since the earliest days of the uh, Qin dynasty, Qin Qin dynasty. It became a popular practice during the reign of Emperor Tianzhao of Lao Dynasty and more so under the Song. During the Yuan Dynasty, 1271-1368, 100 cuts were traditional, after which the condemned was dispatched with a strike to the heart. 
By the time of the Ming, records indicate as many as 3,000 cuts were made over as long as three days. Eventually, under pressure from Western nations undergoing their own liberalizations of violent punishments, in 1905, as part of widespread revisions of Chinese penal code, Ling Chi was formally abolished as a criminal sentence. 1905! Wow. So, for... How long was this? Long time. Over 700, for 700 years, basically. 3,000 cuts in three days. So it's a thousand a day. Yeah. Dipshits up from his I noticed. Oh, uh, you ready for number two? Crowd? Uh, in it, number two. It's a crowd pleaser. It's a crowd favorite. We're, uh, <laughs> we've been here before, <laughs> He's got his folks. legs crossed. Yeah. He's just casually. Yeah. We've been there before. <laughs> this is an engraved illustration of it, too. This is engraved. And from it's 1593. Going to engrave in him. The torture of choice for the original Dracula. Yeah, and we, uh, back on the list. <laughs> Coming in at number two. Number two on the list, number one in our hearts. <laughs> Every year he seems to make our... <laughs> I, I know, he's a nasty bastard. Uh, impalement suspends a tortured individual upon a pole, avoiding, avoiding vital organs where they must hang indefinitely. As a method of both torture and execution, two-for-one special, impalement consists of the aggressive penetration of victims oh. by a pole, as opposed to a passive. Between the legs? Yeah. <laughs> Used most commonly as a punishment for crimes against the state. Yeah, no, well, maybe in other instances, but not with Dracula. Not with him, it was just for fun, for fun. and giggles. Appearing in civilizations and cultures around the world as among the harshest means of capital punishment, Contrary to immediate assumptions, impalement did not render a swift death. Whoever thought it would? Uh, let's be honest. Most of these on this list have not rendered a swift death. <laughs> no. In <laughs> fact, impalement, if done properly, permits the individual to survive for several days, with the longest known victim suffering for more than eight days. World record, right? <laughs> they get the day eight. They're like... World record. And then they just keel over. <laughs> and his name was Wide Anus. <laughs> Old Breezy Bottoms. <laughs> Multiple methods exist to accomplish the violent feat, including transversal or longitudinal impalement, and bears wait, wait. striking similarities to bamboo torture. What is long... Wait, wait. Longitudinal is probably... Okay, the, straight up. Yeah, or it's transversal is probably like the bamboo. That's what... Yeah. Back to front, front to back. Uh, the origin. They, yeah, yeah, okay. Everybody's loved the ass for a long time. No matter no, what. Nothing's changed. No, yeah, yeah. We, everybody <laughs> just loves putting things in people's butts for eons, centuries. <laughs> Are we still talking about torture? This is back to your, your <laughs> it porn. Does it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just. People yeah, there, so, there is an obsession with butts. Yeah, there is. A, not just butts, but assholes. And, well, I kinda and the blue knot. I kind of lumped that all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's amazing. Yes. Because people, some people have one hole, some people have two holes, and the people with one hole are usually more interested than the people with two holes, and they go, oh, what's this hole for? <laughs> and sometimes it sticks up there. Other times they stick other things up there. But one way or another, 
it all goes back to the butthole. I mean, well, yeah, because the other thing that, like, is the ripping of the breasts, ripping them off. That's yeah. Nothing else has been. Um, I don't want to say sexual, but a private part. The genital. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You don't hear although it. back then it may not have been considered a sexual body part. Although it probably was. That's I would I mean. imagine. Yeah, they were but, they were butt But no, I, I no, well, the, the breast ripper, I mean. But yeah, there, there's nothing. Uh, well, yeah, like you never see a guy being hanged by his dick. Or his balls. Oh, could you imagine if your punishment was the they they wrapped the penis them, they, swinger. they all they got all three. Yeah, and, a, and, and a, you're just and dangling, you're, and you're just noosed by it. Yeah, oh, oh, and, if you're lucky, it there's rips. a guy going like this, like he's like you're a bell, <laughs> like the person controlling a pinata. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're lucky, it tears off as soon as you get off lucky, the ground, yeah. and you bleed to death. If you're unlucky, you're swinging by them things for hours. For hours. Yeah. Because let's face it, that's not going to hold for long. Or, um, like, you know... Unless somehow you're like 75% dick. <laughs> it's like if Vern Troyer was hung like a black porn star, he might have a chance of being hung by the dick. <laughs> or, okay, here's another one. I have an idea. They lay you on a plank, right? Okay. And they just nail your balls... To the plank. I thought about that before. That would have to be like the worst torture. Oh yeah, yeah. So they nail your ball yeah, to the plank. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be through the ball. Just the skin. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking pierce right through. No, no, right. no, 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 no. No, because I'm not done. Oh. Then you raise the plank. And now they're literally the only thing attaching to them to that plank is the nails to their testicle skin. Oh. So they're da- literally going to just dangle until that completely rips out. And you're going to bleed, obviously, like a stuck fucking pig oh, once yeah. that rips yeah. loose. Yeah. I'm just trying to create my own. No, I've thought about that, but actually get it through the ball. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> no, it's torture. I, no, that's tickle. just painful. <laughs> oh, because the other I've never hit anything walk. through the ball, but I've been hitting the ball. <sighs> well, well, yeah, I'm, because, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, you never see anything about they're not doing anything to the testicle. Well, I think, I think what they did... Was they just mainly cut them off? They cut your cut your junk off and just Talk about bleed to death, you know? Yeah. Well, what was that in? That was in something that they did that in an episode of Sons of Anarchy. A guy raped a girl, and the motorcycle club ran him down, and they uh, and they went out and they cut his balls off and let him bleed to death in oh, the forest. That's okay. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But that's what I'm getting at. Usually when torture or execution is done with the giblets for dudes yeah. it's usually they're just cut yeah off. yeah they're not suspended by them yeah i think they but, but again though it's would... misogynistic the people doing this stuff were men for the most part oh yeah yeah and dudes are going to think of horrible ways to torture women that they think have so yeah. so-called yeah. betrayed them yeah so well are we still number two we are okay wait, the yeah. origins of the torture date to as early as ancient babylon uh Tepis Tepis, pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tepis pole. That's what I'm calling uh, it for now on. The, the sodomized asshole. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ancient Babylon with the code of Hammurabi. Yes. 1772 BC. Hammurabi. 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 Detailing the punishment of impalement for women convicted of murdering her husband. Yeah. A millennium later, the Neo Assyrian king Sennacherib. Seven oh five to six eighty one BCE is recorded as impaling surviving Judeans after the siege of Lachish. 
Ironically, in a reversal of fortunes for the Babylon <laughs> reversal of fortunes. Yeah. We're still talking torture, right? <laughs> Babylonians, Darius I of Persia would later impale 3,000 of their own in vengeance. Entering Europe and becoming a popular punishment for the collab collaboration during the Thirty Years' War, Vlad III of Wallachia, impalement of more than 20,000 individuals, just had earned his big immortality him. as Dracula. Yeah. I mean, all the others, per se. Yeah. I got 20,000 of these bitches going up there. Uh, lining a road to uh, a yeah, town, yeah. too. All right, here we go. I mean, can you just, just picture you're out with your grandparents, and you're driving along. Yeah, you're, you're in your potato sack. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. walking the... No, no, rock. no, you're in a car. You're driving. This is, you're in your, your grandfather's... You're in a Studebaker? 72 Studebaker, sure. I don't know what year that <laughs> and, came out. And Vlad? And <laughs> Vlad. You just turn... We're, we're going to Wallachia, so, so kids. So you're in a time machine? Yes. It's a Studebaker time machine. Wait, wait a second, just... <laughs> the song yeah. set the stage. <laughs> I know. So, you're listening to The Witch Doctor. Yeah. And, and you just... You're, you're going with Grandma and Grandpa to Wallachia to, to visit uh, yes, Uncle, Uncle Tapas. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tapas? <laughs> Get that food... You get some yeah, tapas, tapas. tapas, and you just you, you hit the road. And next thing you see, what is that in the distance? And you <laughs> see another, and it just becomes it like I mean, you got to imagine it's 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 not like one, two, three. It's like thirty, forty, eighty, ninety, yeah, a thousand. It's thousands of them in five thousand, yeah. and it's just. Yeah, and they're and they're lining the road to and, the town. I mean, you also got to imagine. The birds that are just the, everywhere. The sound and the, and the smell. Sound. Yeah. Oh, God. Grandpa, roll, roll up the windows, kid. <laughs> roll them up. Roll them up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd turn around. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I, I'm I, dying I, of something. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I, the, I accept my fate. Yeah. Because this way, something heinous like. Yeah. Dude, would, there, would there be a way to end it faster on one of them poles if you just scooch up? <laughs> Just wiggle. Let's get this over with. Jiggle down so yeah. that it touches your brain or something a lot faster. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, I'm Casey Kaysen, and we're here with the top 20 most weirdest, nastiest tortures of all time. And at number one is the most heinous torture of them all. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to a, a one that didn't make our top 20 list. And I don't believe it's number one. The Iron Maiden. Correct, it's not. It's not number one, and it didn't make the top 20. But boy, did that thing suck. <laughs> so come on, feel the noise. Here's number one. The Blood Eagle. That's kind of anticlimactic, don't you think? You know what the Blood Eagle is? I don't know what the Blood Eagle is. You didn't watch Vikings? No. Oh. There wasn't enough nudity on the History Channel. For I know. Bastards. There's more on the Hulu, but I, the Blu-ray version. There's three versions of every episode of that show. What's the but the show, the version that aired on History, the version that aired on Hulu, and then the version that's on the Blu-ray. Who? Where's it made? I don't know. Oh, the Blood Eagle, a ritualized method of torture and execution allegedly practiced by the Norse Vikings, opened up the ribs of the victim to craft their lungs into wings. Oh yeah. 
A ritualized method of torture and execution, the Viking practice of the Blood Eagle stands among the most brutal and controversial of historical tortures, appearing just twice in Norse literature, although popularized by the subsequently European mythology, it remains a matter of historical debate whether the Blood Eagle was a literal procedure, or rather a product of allegorical exagger Jesus, exaggeration not in the common to the sagas. How did it, um, Involving the severing of the ribs from the, the spine using a sharp implement, the victim's lungs are subsequently pulled through the space created and draped over their shoulders to create the illusion of wings. Alright, so you're you're re you're resting on something. Yes. And now somebody takes a hatchet and they hack your ribs yeah. off from your spine. Yeah. They spread them open and now they remove your lungs and throw them they over your shoulders. They keep them attached. Yes. So then, then they chuck them over your shoulders to make it look like you have wings. That's a blood eagle. Wow. Yeah. That's it. That's in an episode are of Vikings. You, are you still able to breathe? Uh, some people, according to some reports, die pretty much as soon as their ribs are hacked open, which would make sense because your ribs are being hacked off by your spine. Yeah. Uh, and now your chest cavity is open, but it's from your back. Yeah. And then they go rooting around in your cavity and pull your lungs out. So I'd imagine you're dead before you get your wings. But it's also meant to be a hell of a... It's, it's very much like the Tempest, ver the Tempest thing. It's meant to send a message. Oh, it's definitely sending messages. Yeah. Um, but it just sucks that you're dead before you get your wings. Both named victims you like of the Blood Turkish Eagle. prisons, Tommy? <laughs> Halston Longleg. you ever seen a grown man naked? And Atla of Northumbria. Northumbria. Were of royal blood. Uh, Northumbria, they make great soccer shorts. <laughs> Lending credence to the speculation the ritual was reserved for persons of special importance. Oh, lucky them. The latter depicted in popular television series Vikings is recorded in the tale of Ragnar's sons, describing the English king's torture at the hands of Ivar the Boneless. After Atla's capture in York in 867, they caused the bloody eagle to be carved on the back of Atla, and they cut away all the ribs from the spine, and then they ripped out his lungs. As both accounts were written many years after the events detailed, their veracity cannot be fully ascertained. Jesus Christ. Well, at least they were decorative with theirs. Yeah, it was ornate. Yeah. They didn't waste anything. You know, they left their lungs, their ribs spread lungs on your shoulder dab, I, I, dab yeah and then what do you dab, do dab, dab. Yeah. And then what do you do die yeah yeah I mean that that's one of the more visually appealing ones not that a pull up someone's ass as they're eight feet in the air on a roadside isn't saying yeah Ooh, yeah 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 look at that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some damn talk about a lack of tourist attractions here's your the road to your town lined by 20,000 people oh, that yeah, way that's still impressive you, yeah that is but you the time oh I you know. you I, uh, you the incurred man the wrath of this man yeah you pissed him off so bad that he went, ah, no, 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 that's it. 20,000 of you up the ass on a pole. I got you. <laughs> Oh, God. I, uh... And then, as you're dying on the pole up the ass, 
we're going to drag you along and put you on a roadside for everybody to gawk at. I still think that's number one, but I can Only because of the sheer amount of yeah, people that, it, yeah. that were done by. Or but if you, if you do it, it was... But you could look at it this way. If only one person in history suffered each, I think the Blood Eagle was slightly worse. Yeah, because you're having your ribs hacked out. Yeah, Hot, hacked off your spine. Yeah, and, I mean, you're in a lot of pain. If you're if you live, not we're, now. We're not saying that a metal stake slowly going up your ass into your. Well, they weren't metal stakes. Or your wooden stakes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anything going up your ass. Anything wider than. Gut, a, yeah, yeah. Anything with a circumference of eight inches. Going yeah, up there. yeah. Anything more than a pinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it's bigger than Lexington Steel, it's definitely torture. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, everybody now, please, we'll give you 10 seconds. Yeah. Pick up your phone. Go to Lexington Steel and hit <laughs> images. <laughs> I'm Casey Casey. <laughs> we'll give you a second an inch. You got 11 and a half seconds. You know, no, I know. I was just guessing. Sure. But if that's oh, right, sure. I'm gonna be so. You got 11 and a half seconds <laughs> per Bob's request. I'm Casey Kasem. Left out this week of the top 20 torturous ways to torture someone. Now, can you think of any that? Ow! Yes. What the hell? Other than my Iron Maiden. Yeah. How? What? How did the Iron Maiden work? It was all spikes. It was, and when they closed yeah. it on you, it just impaled you a bunch of times? Yeah, I don't or know. Or did they slowly get pressed that, That's it? what I don't know if it, it slowly pressed against you or well, not. But I just know it was a sarcophagus type yeah. stand-up deal. And it basically trained everything out of your body. Are um, you going to make the same joke you did with the bull? Oh, you didn't clean the last guy out. <laughs> you didn't clean the last guy out of the Iron Maiden. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple others. What's the... Uh, I mean, most of them were mechanical. That was the thing about the top 20. Uh, They were not so mechanical. Yeah, they were very much just gravity-fed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, literally. All right, the Iron Maiden was a horrible medieval device, torture device, a casket with spikes on the inside, which could be closed slowly, impaling the living person inside. Oh, it was also not real. It was a fake concept popularized by two men in the 19th century, an era known for impaling people to death. The Iron Maiden was history's most brutal imaginary torture device. Well, now I'm really disappointed in this. Well, I guess why it wasn't on the list. I'm Casey Kasem, and we found out that this wasn't a real song. (laughs) (laughs) Iron Maiden still sucks. Yeah, if it were real, how horrible would that be? That's I'm like, why didn't somebody come up with this? They did. It was just fake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where were they? 19th century. They're still in the 1800s. There's still plenty of torture going on. Why didn't they use it? They just used it for... So, okay, well, I can't think of anything that was... Which would you rather have done to you? How would you rather go out of your top 20? I didn't think that was going to be a question. <laughs> I, I also wasn't expecting that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I can give you mine. Okay. If I had to choose, Grant, you're on. Okay, this is the rules you broke. 
we're going to give you, here's your 20 options for your, uh, your torture. Bury me alive in a wall. Let the nuns bury me alive in a wall. No, it was a nun being buried in the wall. Yes, but there were nuns burying her. Yes. It was women burying her. I'd at least have an option to kick through that wall before it fucking tries and hard. Yeah, you know what? Nuns aren't going to put up much of a fight. No. Yeah, they didn't think that through. I'm coming out of that wall. Feet and fists swinging. Yeah, I mean, while they're, kung fu I'm just literally sitting on the floor letting them build the wall and I'm poking little holes through the... Poking in the mortar? Po- yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. Oh, scrape it off from the inside. Yeah, you thin it out, it's going to fall in really. Yeah. yeah. You, all you got to do is do like a section. Yeah. All right. You, mm-hmm. you sold me. Yeah. In two me and a wall. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the only thing I can yeah. think. Other than that, I don't want nothing to do with the other 19. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it's going to be terrible, but it's probably the least painful. Away. Like, oh, absolutely. Starving yeah, to yeah, death. You're, gonna you're not going to starve yeah. to death. You're going to die of dehydration. You're going to fall asleep before anything happens. You, you, before anything truly awful yeah, happens. Truly, yeah, truly, yeah. Before a spike rips through your asshole up to your Yeah, or even a bamboo plant shoot. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, dying of dehydration is far more pleasant than being torn through. Yeah, because like, like even... The rats is probably the last option. Oh, the, I am okay. No, here you go. You gotta pick one: the rat bucket being heated, or the coffin built to size with your hands and with feet the, outside, and the honey and the diarrhea. The, you know, it's so creative. The honey and the diarrhea. You choose that one. Yeah. Over the bucket. Because you're in a boat, right? You're on the. Oh, no, you're in a coffin that's built. Your size, but it leaves your feet and hands sticking out. Oh, but you're not in the water? I thought you were in the water. Well, you might be. Yeah. See, I thought it was like in a water type deal because I said it was a boat. So I was thinking I could flip it. And so you'd drown? Worst comes to worst. What, would you rather drown than be eaten alive over the course of 17 days? No. I would rather drown in I would a matter too. of a minute. Have you ever heard people say, I don't know how they can say it because they're alive. But they say drowning is almost pleasant at the end. Yes, when you inhale nothing but I, water. I cannot imagine how that's pleasant. Yes, I just imagine it being sheer let's terror. Let's ask uh, Eric Clapton's kid. Uh, who else do we know drowned? Brian Wilson. Let's call it. Or not Brian. Dennis Wilson. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm going back to all these older people that have drowned. Well, because there aren't any people that drowned recently. Sure. Okay. I don't know. But no, I mean, seriously, I mean... Yeah, yeah that point. sounds pleasant. 17 days of being eaten alive. <laughs> yeah. So I, and I thought... Yeah, they, I'll, I'll drown. Yeah, I thought it was a boat that they said. Well, it, 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 it wasn't an actual boat, but I think but it I think they were set out on the water. water. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't want you back when they were done. Yeah, no, who wants to clean Who wants to clean that out? Yeah. Because now you got rats all hopped yeah. up on honey and milk and Jerry... <laughs> There's some vicious rats. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I I would flip me. I would fight to flip that bitch. So, over. Yeah. yeah. Just hope you can somehow muster it. Yeah. Just brace for the wave and throw your shoulders or something. Ugh. I'm as much as it sucks today. In some instances, I'm glad I'm alive now. Yeah. Not in the 1600s. Well, that's earlier. that's something else too. If you know, if you had, a, if you did, if you were born again, if you were a former life, yeah. You know, you always, if you if you did, how I mean, how'd you die? 
torture? Probably. Was burning at the stake a part of torture? I mean, because that's you're not dying right away. You know you're going to die. Yeah. But your skin. It would have to be. It would have to be considered. Well, I guess that's more a means of execution than a. I skin. guess. Okay. Because there is no. Well, you could, but I don't see any reason why you would stop it. Like you're trying to get information out of somebody, you're torturing it out of them, so the fire gets up to their navel. And they can't take in anymore, and they confess, and you're going to be like, okay, put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, oh, <laughs> well, are thank, on it. thanks, you're good. you yeah. might go to heaven now. Yeah, but by the time it gets to your navel, you're pretty you're, much succumbed to the... Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Ugh. Yeah, firing squad just shoot me dead. Yep. Yep. Or he hit me in the heart with a round large enough. That's supposed to be pretty quick, too. A cannon. <laughs> right to the chest oh yeah i'm just you know everything everything it still comes back to sticks up the ass <laughs> it's just not yeah i mean you want to be a trendsetter the worst of the worst to stick up the keisters that's insane. yeah we've always been savages yeah we, i mean from before the common era which i didn't realize that was the way they they titled things now, but I like it a lot more than the regular BC. The common era? Yeah, BCE instead of BC. Because BC was before Christ. Yeah. And now they they secularized it, and so it's BCE before the common era. Uh, I like that. They took the religious aspect of it. Whatever. I don't, I don't understand why it's common. I don't either, but I guess they were trying to, like I said, they were trying to not make it religious. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. But... They should have, it should change it before cell phones. <laughs> that, well, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> that would only be 30 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> Everything else was, yeah, was everything terrible. Yeah, it was irrelevant, yeah. <laughs> what about, like, hanging somebody by their feet off of a hot air balloon and dragging them along? A mountainside? Yeah, a forest. Any, yeah, anything. Ooh, a forest. Yeah, that fresh pine smell. The top of a tree is just having yeah. their body just bounce, just scrape, lacerate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you thought of. Well, one. what about the? You know, like, and I know this wasn't torture. It was. That might be torture. Um, like uh, when they built the Great Wall of China, and they were burying monks yeah. alive in it. I didn't know that they buried alive. I thought they were buried alive. Well, I know that if you died while working on it, you got thrown in it. Well, they needed mortar. Gooey mortar. Yeah. Well, the, that's goes to the premature burial thing, though. True. But is that? Yeah, I guess it is. It's just a different. Uh, it, it, it's. We are sick. Race. race. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Not a race, but human race. A being. Okay, the human race, and we're losing. I'm not a sprinter. <laughs> you better be. Unless you want to pull up your ass. <laughs> Gonna find a way to change sides and be the pole user, not the pole recipient. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. I think that's a cue to end this episode. Yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm trying two hours of torture, and also, <laughs> and also the episode. <laughs> we are torturing you in this one. 
Well, it was uh, informative. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Top. Christ on the cross. <laughs> Literally. I don't even know how to wrap it up, so. There wasn't a lot of rap in this age. Little band aid, yeah. <laughs> Just don't rip it all fast. Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. There's band aid torture. It only works on hairy people. Oh. Just constantly put band aids and tear them off. <laughs> Tell me what I need to know. <laughs> well, it's just that when they were torturing people, were they questioning them or just it was all just because? Well, it would I, it depend on what they were I accused of. Like if it was did. the murder of a husband, they weren't. Oh yeah, yeah. we them. know they, you murdered him, you're, we're, but yeah. we're going to torture you to death. We're tearing your boobs off. Yeah. Ugh. That's just never understood that site. What the boob tearing? No, yeah, it's just sadistic. Yeah, that's, for the that's, sake. Yeah. yeah, like no one ever got like they didn't do that on a dude's junk. You know, put them tongs in and well, rip that's it what off. I said they should. Yeah. Why not? You know, you never see anybody drawn and quartered by their ears and balls. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably because they're not too overly affixed points. <laughs> Yeah, but they're coming right off. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now you can do it, draw and quarter them again on other parts the, of the Oh, line. so, yeah. okay. We're just drawing. So you're focusing on just prolonging it. Yes. I'm going to rip as many parts off until they don't give so well, and then I'm going to get to the nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. even like, 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 you know, okay, so something around each toe on one foot. Oh. And spreading and pulling until either the foot just shatters in pieces or the toes just pop out. Like toe cord, toe pop, toe cord, toe cord. Or then you go to the next. Bonkers. Then you go to the next foot. <laughs> I guess they didn't have that much time. I have time. Vlad had time. He just Vlad, liked to pull. Vlad made a point to have time. <laughs> uh, you know, once you got both toe, now it's hands. And now shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> knees and toes. No, ears and balls. Yeah. <laughs> ears, balls, and schlong and toes. Balls and schlong. <laughs> okay. We're done. It all comes back to the butthole. <laughs> yeah. Like a couple of hooks in there. Ooh. Yeah, you, oof. Just hooks anywhere. You want to you want to make somebody suffer? Just put two hooks in something and pull. What's well, like the idiots that do that stuff? The suspension? The yeah. Oh, fucking nuts! What did your parents do to you as a child? Yeah, that's I know. Fun. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like uh, old tits on a board that you showed me the photo of. What went wrong yeah, in your that life? You and got you decided, that ooh, point, this feels yeah. good. That you're gonna, yeah. yeah. You should be locked away somewhere. Yeah, I don't. Where know. you can't harm anybody. I don't get that either. No, there, there's something wrong with you. I don't care if it's through the layers and it's strong enough and it's not going to rip. It can't feel. <sighs> there's something in your brain that computes excruciating agony into pleasure. Well, I don't That's... mind a little pain. I, I, I said excruciating but yeah, agony. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. now you got giant gauged hooks yeah. going through all and the layers of your skin yeah. just before it gets to the muscle. <laughs> and now you're swinging by yeah, it. Yeah, you look like something out of a black swan. Yeah, <laughs> you look like a human pinata. <laughs> Except if so, if something There's tears. No one decided to do that But if that something one. tears, it ain't candy coming out. Right. 
Oh, yeah, a human pinata. There's a torch. You just beat someone until they... Just, yeah, until they drop candy. <laughs> <laughs> it only works on Halloween. <laughs> no one's ever got candy out of them. <laughs> but they haven't gotten them all yet. Yeah. It's yep. Happy Annie Pod Show. That's us. We're wrapping this up. It's been a long episode and a fun night um, of just... I don't know what that... I mean, I'm going to go eat some sausage. Uh, so torture your pets and your children and your wife's ass (laughs) or husbands equal opportunity ass abusers that's we should have stopped by now we should have please do you want to keep abusing asses (laughs) not on air we're going to keep torturing asses (laughs) behind the scenes I know, I'm Casey Casey. (laughs) Until next week.